This is Malloy on Triple M, and what a thrill to be joined on a Monday afternoon by the great James Ward. Wardy swings by. Good to see you, Wardy. We've got a few things to talk about and a bit of ground to cover, but I wanted to start by asking you about your good friend Michael Gudinski and how that's affected you over the last few few days. Yeah, g'day guys, g'day Mick. Um, yeah, look, obviously it's been such a terrible week. It's been a pretty emotional week. It's been very, very sad. It's uh, you know Michael was a force of nature. He was a, <laughs> you know he was a maverick. Uh, he sure was a was. pioneer. Uh, I, I just wish he could hear um, what everyone has got to say about him and how he inspired so many people and how he helped and touched so many people too. It's uh, indeed. Yeah. So look, it's been a really sad, tough week. I was at the races on Saturday. And I saw the picture. Yeah, kept everything crossed that the horse would get up, and it got up. So. What a great way to go out! The the Williams mm. Gadinsky ticket gets up again, even posthumously. He's still a winner. Yeah, he was shining down so, and goes the little one. You know, he just gave us one to say, "There you go, boys." That was nice. Well, if you can get your Saders across the line uh, this <laughs> year. Well, it'll be the uh, perfect way to finish. Yeah, well, Now, when are we going to go to Richmond, uh, the Tigers-Saints game? Why don't we get on oh, it look and out. Uh, have a good one at the footy? Well, well, I'm a bit disappointed because I'd actually spoken to Michael recently about getting a box together because between us, we, we could yep. fill that with Richmond and St Kilda fans. So we should probably uh, still do it in his honour. Let's do it in his honour. <laughs> Done. Sold. Done. Anything. And bring your gin along. Yeah, I'll bring the <laughs> 708 gin along and we'll get on it. Done. Okay, lock that in. Now... Tell us about this Cricket Academy. Yeah. I, I love the idea of this. If there's anyone I want teaching our kids how to play the great game of cricket, it's you. You were never a huge fan of academies yourself growing up <laughs> uh, or the pre-season camp or an ice bath. So <laughs> what can we expect from the Warney Cricket Camp? Well, look, I think it's really important. I, I don't think there should be a coach at international level, but I think it's really, yep. really important for juniors and really important as you're getting through the teenage years and everything to start to get the basics, get taught the right way to do things. And in cricket, as we've seen over the last sort of five to ten years, it's really evolved. Yeah. And it's a different game to when we were growing up, Nick, and we were getting coached then. Now with T20, with the emergence of that, yeah, with reverse sweeps and ramps, we want to do it in a safe way. We want to build you a foundation where you've still got defence and attack. So there's a new way to start coaching. So I saw a <laughs> bit of a gap in the market. And thought, yeah. You know what? There's not... No one's really doing this. They're doing it the old school way. So why not do it for the young boys and girls out there the new way where you can get all the yeah. proper information from professional coaches. I'm going to handpick all the coaches. Yep, wonderful. And I'll oversee mm. everything. We'll write the program. So I'm right in it, and um, I'm really excited by it. So it's pretty pretty cool. It's interesting what you say. I, I've never been a huge fan of the T20 comp, got to say. Brought up, it's just my age, Wardy. Yeah. Brought up mm-hmm. on a diet of test cricket, mm-hmm. and that was me. However, watching the recent India-Australia series, for the first time ever, it became clear to me that Mm. skills being taught in T20 and at that level have now translated into the test arena. Some of the most attacking, aggressive and outrageous, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, decisions by by batsmen, you know, in Mm. sticky situations and it fluctuated. Mm. It had tempos that rose and, and then sank. And I thought, okay, this is start now starting to learn a, a basket of skills which can now be exploited again at test level. Exactly, Mick. I think all the forms of the game. I, look, I love test cricket. Yeah. Test cricket for me, I love the drama the unfo- that mm. unfolds. I love everything that keeps you on the edge of your seat. It can be tedious at times. It can be boring at times. But that's half the beauty of it. Yeah. And I think, and no, that's I, right. And I think that it's really important, though, that the T20 cricket helps because test cricket is being so much more exciting now. And last year, 
uh, cricket became the second most popular sport in the world. Unbelievable. Ooh, wow. Unbelievable. So I think that's a lot because of the T20 yep. cricket yep. as well and the opportunities around the world now. It's a global sport. So it's huge. And the money on offer for young women and uh, young boys now is, is really, it's a, it's a career path now for everyone. And the opportunities you get, life skills, you know, that's right. sport, you know what it's like, Mick, you know, so to come along. Learn all my lessons growing up, you know, with my dad not around a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I learned all yep. my morals and all my cues from team, my, yep. my local footy club and my local cricket club. And I can't tell yep. you how grateful I am. And I'm a product of who I am because of that mm. shared experience. As a kid. Absolutely. Hey, what, what else have we been teaching? How to dance with a stump? <laughs> Above your head, will you teach that at your academy? Well, the winner, we might have to say the winner has to do it. <laughs> a great idea. Is someone we have a competition or something like that. But look, it's, look, it's an exciting time. I've, look, I've been grateful, Mick. I've been so lucky to play for an era of Australian cricket. It was pretty cool, pretty exciting. We became number one in the world. We beat every team home and away. So yep. to have that opportunity... I feel very lucky and blessed for. Yes. And to be able to pass on my knowledge, what I've learned over such a long period of time, 30 years of being involved, I, I feel like I'm a chance to help some young boys and girls out there with their cricket knowledge, their cricket skill. And as you say, just the teamwork and what's involved with a team sport. Yeah. When you go along, you've got to be patient. You've got to be well-mannered. Correct. Um, and all those things. Um, so, yeah, look, I think it's really important. I think it's a great opportunity for lots of people out there. You're the right man for the job. Yeah. I said you, you, you're a reasonably smart bloke, but your IQ went up 50 points every time you stepped onto a cricket ground or into a commentary box. I love listening to you in the box as well. You, 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 yeah, you're so pretty good. sharp. I've got, before I let you go, yep. there's just one current issue I want to ask you about. Oh, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Better talk about banning the bouncer, which I can't understand how it works at mm. test level yep. or indeed even a watered-down version which is no bounces mm. to tail enders, which, again, let a bowler know that you, you can't bowl short stuff at him and he's going to yeah. go bonkers. Yeah. No, exactly. He'll be bowling beanies. <laughs> Tell me this isn't going to happen. Well, I, I sit on the MCC Rules Committee, and we, and which has got Brendan McCullum, yeah. Ricky Ponting, Kumar Sangakara, and a lot of other influential cricketers that um, have played for a long period of time. And it was pretty unanimous that we didn't want to ban the bouncer at international level. Correct. But uh, it was worth talking about for young kids. Yep. What age group do you not bowl bouncers? Okay. And we all sort of put it forward that that's how you learn. How do you, you can't just suddenly learn to play bouncers as a teenager. Mm. You've got to get used to it as a kid. Yes. But what age for the young boys and girls to not lose interest What's appropriate. to be appropriate to not have them. So that's what the discussion's about more than at the top level. Well, it's a very interesting discussion because we've got to this stage now where you, we've got academies like the one you're going to mm. host and we'll give out all the details in a second. Or you could do it old school like we did, which was just after school, go down the nets and bowl bounces at each other for about two and a half hours. With no helmet. To your little brother. That's it, exactly. That, that was my Cricket yeah. Academy, Wardy. Always a pleasure to uh, catch up with you. Good on you, mate. And good. well done with that gin too, the 708 gin. Yeah. Yeah. I have taken a shining too. And the uh, 708 23. Yes. You'll often find me honking onto one of those uh, <laughs> after a long, hard day. And this academy, I tell you what, my boys are, what what age can they get there i've got two eight-year-old twin boys perfect they start at, you can start at age five upwards oh, so i look forward to seeing them down there they're coming so good on you mick thanks very much guys good on you mate cheers Warren. you got a cricketstaracademy.com.au to get involved this is malloy on triple m